0: So I want you to say this with me. Say, I'm expecting. Okay, now everybody say it with me at the same time like you mean. I'm expecting that God is going to do good things in me today. Amen. And expecting means what? That's faith. Expecting. I'm expecting that God's going to do something good in me. Amen. Well, uh, we're going to jump right in because I want to make sure i got plenty of time and, and I, don't, I don't go past where you're, uh, every one of you have a certain level I can see getting filled up as we're going along usually on a Sunday. I can watch and, and when you finally get to about here and you're full, you just have a really difficult time paying attention and you're just there, you know, or everybody's thinking about chicken, right Larry? No, Larry left the room. He's thinking about chicken right now. He's running out, No. Yeah, just kidding. But uh, no, seriously, really, really focused this morning. What we're going to do is we're going to start a new series. To be honest with you, I haven't really named the series. I know where I'm going. So you just need to follow me. Okay, but uh, we're going to talk today about the word of his power. If you want to write a title down the word of his power. And what we're going to talk about, the power of the Word of God. And that's what I want you to leave with today. I want you to see the power that is available in God's Word. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3. Look on the screen with me. Hebrews eleven three. 3. It's in the New Living. And it says, By faith we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command. Now, what is God's command? That's His Word, right? He commands, right? Everybody get me? That's his word. Everybody say his word. I just want you to, that's what I want you to be thinking when you see God's command. By faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command or his word, that what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. All right? So we see here that God created everything by his word. How many believe that? Raise your hand if you believe that. I mean, I mean, see, some might say, well, I just don't know that I believe that. <laughs> well, <laughs> listen to me carefully. Believing is a choice, all right? It's a choice. I may not understand how it all works, but I choose to believe it. That's why at the beginning of the Scripture, notice what it says. By faith, we understand. By faith. I have to do it by faith, otherwise I don't get it. Can any of you understand how God can say something and God can create the entire universe and everything in it with just words? Anybody here, can you explain it to me? I'll give you the pulpit if you can do it. You can't do it. So we have to accept it by faith. But praise God. Say, I'm a believer. Isn't that our job? To believe, right? You know, some people might say, well, I just don't get it. I don't understand it. God didn't say we're supposed to be understanders. (laughs) He said we're supposed to be believers. There's a lot of things about God and His Word that I don't fully understand. I don't understand how some things happen. But that's not important. I want you to understand. You don't have to understand everything. You really don't. What you need to do is trust Him. You need to believe by faith, which is a choice. I choose to believe His Word. Amen? So say it again. I'm a believer. I believe. Or I did, You didn't mean that. No, I'm not going for it. Say it with me. I am a believer. Amen? I'm a believer. I'm not just... Nah, 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 nah. Everything we do with the Lord, we don't... Nah, 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 nah. All right, we give everything we got every time. Amen? I'm a believer. So we see here that God spoke. I want you to see this. God spoke and the world and the heavens were created. The Bible tells us that God is a spirit being. And the Bible says he spoke the world into existence. In other words, God, whom we cannot see, created everything we can see. All right, And he, how did he do it? He did it with what? With words. They got it. All right. Everybody? Words. Words. Okay, he did it with words. He spoke words. God spoke words. Obviously, you see, they're pretty powerful. If they can create the universe... And by the way, scientists still say the universe is still expanding. It's still growing. God said, light be. He never said, light stop. I mean, think about it now. Now, when you shine a light, does it just end with the way God said it? It just is continuing to do what God said to do. The fact is, though, all the universe and everything in it... How many know the universe is big? I mean, the universe in its entirety is made up of millions and millions of galaxies. And in those galaxies are millions and millions of other things. It's a big place. And here we are, this little blue blueberry, out of the middle of nowhere, you know, just all by ourselves, that we're centered on right here, and it's, it's a big planet. But the fact is, how many know there's a lot more out there? And God is a big God. There must be a lot of power in His words. And that's how He created everything. And so, with that in mind, let's build upon that. Psalm thirty-three, verse six. Psalm thirty-three, verse six says, "By the word of the Lord, the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth." Now, in other words, what are you? What do you do when you speak words? You have the breath of your mouth is releasing words. So He created everything by His words, by the word of the Lord. All that power released by the power of his word. In Psalm 33 verse 9 says, For he spoke and it was done. I like that. For he spoke and it was done. He commanded and it stood fast. Everybody say it with me. He spoke and it was done. Now doesn't that remind us of Genesis 1? Remember? God said, and what? It came to pass. God said, and, and whatever he said, came to pass. You read it about, I think it's about 10 times. God said, boom. God said, boom. God said, boom. I mean, think about the amazing, massive. It is, we can't get it. It's just too big for us. When you think about the earth and all that's surrounded and the expanding universe, everything that's there, all created by the power of his word. We need to understand there's far more to God's words than we get. Most of us would agree, yeah, yeah, there's power in the word, but you really got to get God involved and, and help you understand how much power is available. I mean tremendous power available in his word. And so That's what I want to get in you today. We're going to look at some different areas, but Hebrews 1.3 tells us, we don't have that, but Hebrews 1.3 tells us that God upholds everything that he created by the word of his power. So I want you to think about that. God, all of creation, everything that we have is upheld, so to speak, by the word of his power. That is Oh, I'm telling you guys, it's mind-blowing. It's really hard for me to get my head around that. But praise God, I don't have to get my head around it as I mentioned. We just believe the Word of God. So we see here so far that God created everything through the power of His Word. Everything. There's power in His Word. When God speaks, now I want you to listen closely, when God speaks, when God speaks, power goes to work to create or change anything. Everybody say anything. And I mean anything. Anything. God directs his power through words. In other words, his words do the work for him. His words go to work to do what needs to be done. God spoke and the universe and all that is in it was created. So God, if you just picture back when he said that you know everything was dark and void, you know what I'm saying, and, and he was in this situation and he didn't like the mess he saw, what did he do to fix the mess? He spoke to the mess, right? He must have thought about it. He must have imagined what it would look like. And the one, one of the first things he said was what? Light. Right? Remember? Light be. And the power of God went to work to create what he saw on the inside, his imagination. And he said, light be. And the power in those words was released. And guess what happened? Light became. It was. In other words, that power went to work. But again, God does it through Words. So let's take a closer look at this process and the power of God's words. Look with me in Isaiah 55. I really want you guys to look at these scriptures as if it was for the first time. Don't look at them. Oh yes, I know that verse and so on. Let's just scratch the whiteboard a little bit and see it for the first time. So Isaiah 55 verses 10 and 11, and he gives us a natural process to explain a spiritual one all right he says for has the rains come down can everybody picture that with me everybody do this okay The rain's coming down, all right? The snow, I don't know what we would do for snow, all right? I guess that would be like that, all right? (laughs) Yeah, like this, (laughs) you know? Um, So we got the rain coming down. We can all picture that, right? We got the snow coming down, right? Now the Bible says here, as the rain comes down, as the snow from heaven comes down, it doesn't return there, right? It doesn't bounce off the ground and zip back up. Instead, it comes down on the earth and that water, and of course the snow melts, turns into water, and it, what does it do? It feeds the soil, right? It waters the soil. So for what purpose? To make it bring forth and bud. In other words, we see the process, part of the process of sowing and reaping, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. In other words, how many know the farmer needs two things, right? He needs food and he needs seed, <laughs> right? That's really what you need in your life. You need seed and you need food. And if you have, this is the process, God is saying, I created everything this way. It comes down from heaven, so I send the water down. It does what it needs to do in the soil, affects the seeds, and then what happens? We have life, right? We have life, we can eat, and we have seed to sow. All right. He's saying, I want you to imagine that process, that natural process and he said he's going to show us how God's word works. All right? How God works, how the supernatural process of him using his words work. So if we look at verse 11, he explains this and he says, "So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth." So he's saying when it leaves my mouth, it's like the rain and snow. It's coming down, all right? It's doing something on purpose it shall not return to me void. I like void is a good word, but empty is a better word, all right? It won't return to me empty, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Now, I want you to underline, if you're looking at your Bibles, underline the word, I sent it. I sent it, because that's very, very important. I sent it. God is saying that He on purpose sends his word out, all right? He has a mission, he has a purpose, he has a plan, and how he gets it done is by sending a word out, okay? And in that word, it contains everything necessary to do what needs to be done. In other words, what did he say? It never returns to me empty, It never comes back empty, but what does it do? It always accomplishes His plan and purpose. In other words, it prospers in the thing for which I sent it. Everybody say, God sends words. I want you to say it like you understand it this time. Ready? God sends words. Okay, He sends words on missions. He sends words with a plan and a purpose. God never just speaks willy-nilly for no reason at all. Every word of God has a plan and a purpose. It has something that's going to be done. God sends His Word out to accomplish His plans and purposes. His Word, once it is sent on a mission, in that it contains all the power to bring itself to pass already in it. It's already there. His word once sent won't come back empty to him. That word once spoken will always accomplish whatever it was sent to do. Now I want you to see that. Sent to do. God sends his word to do what he wants done. And in that word, it already has all the power. When God said, light be, was all the power there when he laid those words out, when he spoke those words to cause it. Remember, what did that scripture say? For he spoke and it was done. Everybody say it. For he spoke and it was done. What does that mean, done? Done. Whatever he said, it's done. There's no question. Could God say something and it not happen? It's not possible. Now, would you think that if you had that level of power, you would be watchful over your words? (laughs) That's why God doesn't just say anything willy nilly. I mean, if God all of a sudden said, Nope, Sundays are Wednesdays, guess what? Sundays are Wednesdays. If God all of a sudden said, You know what, I changed my mind, I we're not gonna do an orbit like we are now, you know, we're gonna go backwards. (laughs) What's gonna happen? going to go backwards. You see, for God spoke and it was done. There's no going back. When God releases his word, there's no going back. I mean, it's done. That that power is released and it, it is going to do exactly what he said it was going to do. That's what we need to see, that God's word has an amazing amount of power and it's real and it works every time. Now, we talked about God sending His Word, right? Sending His Word on a mission. It has everything it needs to do what it needs to be done, and it always accomplishes. For He spoke and it was done, okay? Always. Now, let's give you an example. An example would be the Word of God on the promise of healing. And the Bible gives us a very good example on that. Psalm 107.20. Psalm 10720, I believe is God, he's, he's so smart, he's so, he's so good, and he gives us a very good example. He sent his word, He sent His word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. What kind of word is this? This is a word of what? Healing and deliverance, right? Isn't that what the Bible says? He sent his word. Look what it says. He sent His Word and healed them and delivered them from all their destructions. He sent His Word of healing. How does God heal? What? what? By His Word. The Word of God on healing contains what? In it. The power of God to heal. Heal. The power of God is there. Does he ever speak a word and it does not contain everything it needs to bring itself to pass? Remember, he spoke it and it was done. He sent his word of healing, all right? And what happened? <laughs> you get healed, all right? If you receive that word, right? If you'll take in that word, but that word has everything. That's how God heals. That's how he delivers, through his word. He sends his word on a mission. He sends his word on a mission. I want you to get a hold that he sends his word on a mission. So what will the word of God on courage do for you? You guys, son, the courage? not very bold. Apparently you need some more courage. What will the word of God do on courage for you? It'll give you the courage and the boldness to be what you need to be, right? What will the Word of God do on forgiveness for you? Help you to forgive even the worst person in the world. What will the... See, how does faith come? By hearing hearing the Word. That Word contains everything, everything needed to fix or change anything. Everybody say anything. That includes any situation you might find yourself in. Any situation. It's available through the Word. Is, is, is the power uh, on your part? You have, to, you have to summon it up? Or where's the power? It's in the Word. Everybody say, it's in the Word. See, God already said, it's, it's in my Word. I send my Word and it will accomplish what I sent it to do it will prosper it will prosper meaning that what we need to do in our life is receive the word receive it into our life to let it do what it already wants to do and it already has the power to do it so how does god heal he sent his word he sent his listen to me carefully word of healing word of healing his word of healing has healing power his word of healing and deliverance contains what is necessary to, to get the job done, whatever that is. God's word of healing contains the power to heal. Now, I, I want sometimes we can get so fixated that we can only think of, for example, First uh, Peter 2:24, "By his stripes we were healed." And that's the, the, the scripture we seem to focus on. Is every part of the word of God God's word? Would everybody agree? Every part. So if I'm reading, let's say I'm flipping through the New Testament and I come across one of the stories where Jesus is healing someone, is that the Word of God? Is it? We ought to agree, right? So if I read the story about how, for example, Jesus healed uh, blind Bartimaeus, okay. if I read the story about the woman with the issue of blood, if I read the story about the centurion's servant, what are these? These are what? Words of God, right? And they contain what if they're talking about healing? They all contain healing. So what do I want to do? I want to absorb the Word of God on healing if I need healing. Now, the other side of it is you ought to be doing it all the time for health, okay? Vitamins are good. Eating good. You know, eating right things is good. I read today... Uh, an article about a guy who is on his 30,000th Big Mac. I don't know if that's something I'd be too big and proud of, but nonetheless, he's on his 30,000th Big Mac, and I thought, I wonder how his health is. <laughs> you know? I mean, maybe he's doing great, but the point is, is that all these natural things we can do, but what did Jesus tell us? He gave us a hint to something in Matthew 4. He said, man cannot live on bread alone. He said, you have to have the Word of God. You have to have the Word of God. What is the Word of God? The Word of God contains the power to do whatever that Word is about, whatever the subject is. doesn't matter what it is. If it's healing, if it's deliverance, if it's forgiveness, if it's love, it doesn't matter what it is. In that Word, God sent it out, and it was written down for us to be able to take and absorb. And in that Word is everything. All that power is still there. I'm telling you guys, God has not lost its power. His Word has not diminished any. It is that same Word and it will work in our lives to do great things. Now listen to me carefully. God used His Word to create a universe that previously didn't exist. How did He do it? He sent His Word by speaking it. And there was enough power in those words... To start creation and finish it. I'm telling you, the Bible says he is the author, what? Of, and finisher of our faith. He is the beginning and the ending. The alpha and the omega. He is the living word. He is, I mean, you need to get that understanding. Jesus is the living word. He is the bread of life. And if you will get that inside you, it will transform any situation in your life. But you got to get it inside. It's not enough to know this. What we have to do is be doers of the Word. It's not enough for us just to know about these things, and that's the problem. We don't see enough people digging into the Word, going after it like a treasure, like the Bible tells us, digging deep into it, absorbing it, getting it inside us. Any area that you have got the Word inside you is doing very well. But every area of your life that's not so good, that's not doing too well, let's say it's in the area of health, well, then you're lacking the healing power of God. How many agree, He spoke it and it was done? He spoke it and it was done. If we are getting the healing word of God in us and acting on it, everybody say acting on it, will it work every single time? So if we're not seeing something Who's at fault? Never God. Never God. So if there's something that we're missing, we're deficient in our end, not His. Because that power has everything it needs to bring itself to pass. I'm telling you guys, aren't you excited? Anything is possible. Anything. Everybody say anything. Anything. Let's look at something that would seem impossible. All right? Um, Jesus facing Lazarus's tomb. I mean, man, I tell you what. How many you know? Dead is pretty final. <laughs> how many would agree? I mean, what do we do when we do when we get ready for a funeral? We don't expect them to come up. <laughs> we can have an open casket just in case, you know. I mean, come on. I mean, we we to us death is what final. It's over. I mean, it's too late. You can't do anything at this point. I mean, that is about as final as we can get, but not with God. Not with God. Not with Him. He is the resurrection and the life. That same resurrection and power and life is in the Word of God. How do I know? This is what Jesus did. Look with me in John chapter 11. He asked them to roll the stone away. Remember, get it out of the way. And His sisters argued... But 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 Jesus, he stinketh. <laughs> in other words, he's decomposing. It's been four days now, and so they have him wrapped up. He's been in there four days. Everybody say four days. Four days—a long time to be dead. I've never been dead, but I would think four days is a pretty good amount of time to set it in. You know, I mean, wouldn't you agree? It's final now. Look at Jesus. He knew what needed to be done. John chapter eleven, verse forty-three and forty-four. Now, Jesus is talking. Now, when he had said these things, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he who had died came out bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was wrapped with a cloth. And Jesus said to him, loose him and let him go. Now, here you got a man who is dead four days. I'm telling you, now, I want you to... Oh, I'm telling you, who is Jesus. He's the living word, but he is God. He is God. And God spoke to Lazarus. Four days dead. Come out! And he comes out. Life comes back into his body. He obviously had to have been healed supernaturally. Remember, there had to have been, I mean, there was another sign and wonder there because whatever killed him had to have been fixed because when he came back, he'd just die again. So not only was he raised up, but the power of God went in action and fixed what needed to be fixed. I'm telling you, is there anything our God can't do? Is there anything too difficult? And I don't care what situation you might be facing or what you might want to see changed or what you might face in the future, the word of God can handle it. God's word can handle it. God's word can be sent on a mission and it will accomplish whatever it was sent to do. Every single time the resurrecting power and life of god was sent listen to me it was sent through the word of god and those words were what they were accomplished he spoke it and it was done say it with me again he spoke it and it was done it was done he spoke it and it was done now i want you to see god's word is life god's word is life proverbs chapter 4 verses 20 through 22, a very familiar set of scriptures. But again, see it for the first time. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them, talking about the word, depart from your eyes. Keep them, the word, in the midst of your heart. For they, what are we talking about now? His words, right? God's words. His words. Everybody say, His words. I want you to, sometimes we can say the word of God or God's word and we just think generically the Bible and I'm talking his words. Am I speaking words right now? Am I? I'm speaking all kinds of words, right? I can go Philip and Will and and Brenda and Lisa. Those are words, right? All these words coming out. God's words, his words are filled with life. His life. His resurrecting power and life. That power of God. His words are filled with life. Take it literally. Not, not, oh, that just sounds so pretty. We can get so lost in that. For real, literally. His words are filled with life. His life. Not just any life. God's life. His power. Now look what it says in verse 22. For they, his words, are life to those who find them. Everybody say, find them. Will they just fall on you? No, no. You have to do some work, don't you? What was the work? Listening to his word, paying attention to his word, imagining his word, hearing his word. You are focused on the word. In other words, this is saying make the word of God, his words that are life, a priority in your life. And that life of God through that word will get inside you. And what will it do when it gets inside you? Look with the rest of the verse. And health to all their flesh. Some verses say health and healing to all their flesh. How many here got flesh? If you don't have flesh, you ain't here. All right? All right? You have to have a body to be here. All right? Your body needs what? The power of God to what? Stay healthy and strong throughout your life. To be healed when necessary. See, God created healing in our bodies how many know that when you when you cut yourself what what goes into action all kinds of things i'm not going to go in detail explain it but the fact is is that god made your body to heal itself right and if all goes well normally even if you broke a bone if it was set back and you put everything generally where it was and that's all they do with the cast what do they do it will fuse back together and do what it needs to be done sometimes things happen and Bad things happen. We're on an earth that's messed up and got some wrong things, you know, because of sin and so on and death. And things can get in the middle of that. Where what we need is we need power to heal beyond the natural, beyond what our bodies will normally do. That's the Word of God. He sent His Word and healed and delivered them. That Word has life. That word has life. What I don't get, I want everybody paying attention. What I don't get is I don't know how many people that I've seen, for example, in a hospital on the edge of death or perhaps uh, in a situation where there's super pain in their body or a number of things going on and all I see, they're a Christian, they've heard messages like this and all I see is the TV on all the time. I don't I don't see any material on healing. I don't I don't hear I don't hear stuff. I don't I don't see they're in this situation and yet you're where's how are you going to get your healing? Through the word. Through the word. Is it Now what did the Bible say? It was life to those who find them. Everybody say find them. You got to do some work. You gotta prep the ground. You gotta water and soil. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta do some stuff. You can't just it isn't just gonna come by osmosis. You know, you're not just gonna well, I just I go to church once a week and I I should be getting it. That's not enough, guys. It needs to be, especially if you're facing a life or death situation or you wanna see something dramatic in your life, you're gonna have to dig deep. You're going to have to get in there. There's been times in my life where I have one Bible that I have every healing scripture marked throughout the New Testament. Every single one in order. And what I've done several times is I'd open my Bible up and I would start (laughs) at the beginning. And I would go through the entire Bible. Every single one of them and read them out loud. Then I'd start over again a little bit later. What am I doing? I'm feeding the Word of God on the subject of healing because I need it. I need that power of God. How many know doctors can't heal? They can't heal. Medicine can't heal. In other words, it can help and facilitate. It can do something. Praise God for doctors. Praise God for medicine. Or there would be a lot more dead Christians. All right, Or a lot more hurting ones. But it cannot heal you. Only God can heal. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord our healer. He's our healer. The word of God is how we get healing. Through his word. I want you to get that. And I I mean no disrespect. If you need to go to the doctors, you go to the doctors. And they will help. Praise God. That's why we pray, Lord give the whoever. Anybody calls and asks me to pray about whatever situation. They're going to the doctors or the hospital. I will pray pretty much the same thing. Father, in Jesus' name, we're asking you to work with the doctors and the nurses and the specialists and every single person involved who's, who's involved. We ask you to give them wisdom and understanding to help them concerning that person. But we know you are the healer. You are the healer. Amen? Amen. We always want to keep our faith in His Word. The fact is the Word of God has life life so what we want to do is pay attention to his word listen to his word stay focused on his word use our imagination with his word confess his word meditate on his word we're getting that word we're saturating yourself a good word is is to marinate you ever marinate a piece of chicken or marinate beef or something what do you do you totally submerge it right you get that thing surrounded why so that what marinade will what absorb into it right you want it absorbed, that flavor, whatever it is you're trying to do, you want to get it absorbed in there. Well, that's what you want. You want the Word of God to penetrate, to get deep inside you. And let's read the uh, uh, Proverbs 4, the same two verses, or 20 through 22 in the New Living Translation. It says this, it says, My child, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words how many of you can listen but not really listen anybody know what i'm talking about ask any guy when the tv's on especially if it's something he's interested in it becomes a neanderthal i mean just totally shuts everything off and he's focused you know and you can talk and you know my wife will say something you want this and that and I'm like huh you know I mean, (laughs) I didn't hear anything you were saying. I was focused on that. Well, what is he saying? He's saying, pay attention to my words. Listen carefully to my words. Don't lose sight of them. Keep them before your eyes, in your imagination. Let them penetrate deep into your heart. That's talking about your spirit. For they... For they, God's words, bring life to those who find them and healing to their whole body. Their whole body. You know, here's the problem. A lot of people, especially when they're younger, but people who maybe feel good or, you know, nothing really is wrong, there's nothing particularly wrong, or maybe they're taking certain things that are keeping things in check. Like maybe blood pressure medicine or something for diabetes, and they're taking it and they're fine because they're keeping things in check. Well, that's (laughs) to me, somebody on a half a dozen different things isn't healthy because something's wrong and all they're trying to do is keep their body in check. You know, that's like keep on patching a hole in a dam. You know, you just covering it, covering it, covering it. Why not get rid of those things? Why not reverse diabetes? Can God reverse diabetes? can he reverse blood pressure problems? Can he, can he reverse anything? You know, absolutely. There's nothing he can't do. And so, but it takes the person who's in this situation. How badly do I want it? How badly? And a lot of people honestly are lazy. I don't want to, I don't really want to spend that time in the word. I really don't want to do that. That's evident because I can see people dying and And you're talking about this kind of stuff, and yet I'll I'll walk in. Like I said, the hospital room. And there's not one healing material, not one anything. All it is is the dumb TV on, or some radio on, some secular thing. And I'm thinking, if I were in this, I would want out. (laughs) I, I want, I want, I want not only out. I want to be healthy and strong. And you know, am I being mean, or am I telling the truth? Boy, because you guys are looking at me like I'm just, okay. <laughs> See, I love my pastor. He tells me the truth. Amen. I tell it in love, guys. I'm telling you, I want you healthy. I want you strong. I want you full of life. I want you, I want you to be living testimonies of the word of God. But that's only one way that's going to happen is if you do what we're talking about. Say it with me. I'm a hearer and a doer of the word of God. All right. so what we've seen here so far is the power of God, it's available, we need to absorb it in our life. You don't need to write this down, but Hebrews 4.12 tells us that the Word of God is alive and powerful. The Word literally says, the Word of God, everybody say it with me, the Word of God is alive and powerful. Say it again, the Word of God is alive and powerful. You need to say that over and over and over because we can get to the point oh yeah yeah i know that verse oh i i know that i'm familiar with that and we're we're forgetting it's alive and powerful for me it's alive and powerful to fix things in my life It's there for me. That's God's mercy and grace in your life, giving you his word to fix and change things in your life. You're going to like this. The Amplified says this. Okay, listen closely. It says, for the word that God speaks, I like that better. The word that God speaks is alive and full of power, making it active, operative, energizing, and effective. Let me say that again. The words. See, I I don't want you to picture just a scripture. It's good to do that. But think of the word of God as a whole in a particular area. The words, the words that God speaks is alive and full of power, making it active, operative, energizing, and effective. He spoke it and it was done he spoke it and it was done you were saved from the power with the power of god of god's words. i mean the bible literally tells us see somehow somewhere someone told you the gospel they shared god's word with you about jesus and what he did and you what heard the word of God and acted upon it. And the greatest transforming power of God went into action in your spirit and made you a new creation in Christ Jesus and changed everything in your life, whether you realized it at the moment or not. I mean, the most amazing display of God's power is the, is the new creation on an individual basis. It is amazing. The Bible says this in 1 Peter 1, Having been born again, look what the Scripture says. Look like you want to see it. All right? What I mean is, do that. All right? I mean, some of you just like, oh, yeah, whatever. See, I can't stand that. When I say, listen to you, I'm going to be honest with you. This is a preacher talking. All right? I can't stand it. Nothing mm, gets me when somebody's got their Bible, and let's say we didn't have the screen, and I say, let's look at this Scripture, and they don't even pick their Bible up. They don't. You know what that tells me? They ain't doing it at home. They ain't doing it at home. If they're not doing it here, he ain't doing it at home. Listen to me. The word of God is the most precious thing you have. The word of God is everything. And the reason you're not seeing it real effective in your life is the way you treat it. That's the problem. That's the problem. If you're not seeing the Word, if if some of you might say, well, it works in some areas and doesn't work in others. Or I know people where, man, it just does amazing things, but I'm not seeing that in my life. Well, you have to look at how you value the Word of God, how you're treating the Word of God. You're esteeming it. Are you doing what the Word says? Or are you just saying, it's a nice book and I have it with me and I do my daily Bible reading and I'm glad I got that over. Because if that's how you treat it, that's all you're going to get out of it. See there's a scripture in Thessalonians that actually says this that you received the word of God they were talking about a certain group of people they rece- listen to me carefully they received the word of God not as the word of men but as the word of God if you only had the understanding that is God's word you are holding in your hand his word, with all that power, all that ability. Now, it's nothing on the paper, but if I get it in me, it does amazing things. If I get it in me. Oh, I'm telling you guys, that's good stuff. Listen, 1 Peter one twenty three. look here. Having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible through the word of God, which lives and abides forever. How did we get born again? Well, we heard someone, right? Talk about the gospel, the word of God. We received it into our life and we acted on it. And that seed, see this, look what the Bible says. It calls the word of God. Everybody looking up there? It calls the word of God an incorruptible seed. Say it with me. God's word is an incorruptible seed. When we say incorruptible, what do I mean? It's a supernatural seed. It is. What does it say? It lives and abides forever. Forever. Everybody say forever. It's got to be pretty powerful to live forever. The the seed of the Word of God is supernatural. That's why... um, We got born again with it. God's word is a seed, a supernatural seed. A seed, listen to me carefully. I'm, I'm, I'm about to land the plane. All right, you ready? We're coming in, all right? A seed contains everything necessary to bring into reality whatever the seed is. Is that not the case? What does an apple seed produce? Apples, right? What does an orange seed produce? Right? So on and so forth. It brings to pass... And we look at that. You ever look at a seed and think, how does it do that? That little, itty-bitty seed. And it can produce something so big that can continue to give us more and more and more. It just It's mind-blowing. It is the power of God going into action every single time. It's a wonderful thing. A seed must be planted, though, right? A seed won't do any good unless it's planted. And it really needs to be planted in good ground. Ask my wife. She's planted many, many seeds that were probably not good ground, and we did not have or produce very good fruit from that. In other words, you know, if you if you put it in soil that's just you know not good soil, it might have a very the seed will try to do what it can do, but it may not produce very good. But if you put it in good soil and you water it, you take care of it, you don't dig it up. What will it do every single time? It will produce whatever that seed is in your life. It will produce whatever you sow. Now, the Word of God is the seed. Everybody say it again. The Word of God is a supernatural seed. Now, the Bible says this. The Bible says man is God's garden. In other words, God takes His Word and sows it into the heart of man. That is the soil. So, the seed, the incorruptible seed, that supernatural seed with all that power to bring whatever it is to pass is supposed to be sown in our hearts. Now, what happens when you sow seed in good soil and you water it? It grows. Does it struggle to grow? I mean, you as the soil, Arr! Arr! you know, do I do anything? Does the soil struggle? Does the soil really do anything? Not really. The seed inside that good soil does the work. All you've got to do, listen to me, I want you guys to get this. All you have to do is get the seed of the Word of God in your heart and let it do the work. And it will manifest. How many know that if you get a woman pregnant, she's going to have a baby, right? Whether she decides, nope, decided not to, and she's out to here. Many of them do that, you know. Get to, I changed my mind. <laughs> I don't want to do this. You know, sorry. You know, a seed has been planted and it's going to produce a harvest. So, what is the seed of the Word of God on healing going to produce in your heart? Healing for your body. Now, did you have to work hard at doing it? All you had to do was plant the seed and water it. All you do is plant the seed of the Word of God. If it's on prosperity, and you keep on hearing it, and you keep on reading it, and you keep on confessing it, and you keep on acting on it, what's going to happen? Eventually, you're going to have a harvest. And you, you know what? You can't even stop it. Well, you can stop it. You can dig it up. You can start complaining, this faith stuff doesn't work. You can start, that that But if you just keep your big trap shut, and praise God, and honor God, and keep on feeding on the Word, and keep your eyes on the Word. That's why the Word of God says... Listen to my words. Quit listening to what the doctor said. Quit listening to what so-and-so said. Quit listening to how bad it is. Quit imagining how worse it's going to get. Stick with the Word. What does the Word say? What does the Word say? What does the Word say? And that seed on the inside of you will grow and grow and grow. and all of a sudden you're walking in the middle of harvest and health you're walking in the middle of prosperity you're walking in the middle of love you're walking in the middle of forgiveness you're walking in the middle of life as god has it and you didn't even do any hardly any work all you did was do what the word said to do you didn't make it happen you get what i'm saying you didn't have to struggle You didn't have to say, well, what if I do this and I do this for 40 hours and I do this? You don't do any of that. You just keep on feeding, keep on feeding, keep on feeding, keep on feeding. And you keep on doing that. Let the word produce. Remember, what does the Bible say? God spoke it and it was done. There's power in the word. All you got to do is sow the word of God in your heart and water it. How do you water it? By just speaking the right thing. Stay with the Word. Keep your eyes on the Word. Keep your eyes on the Word. How many got some things in your life you'd like to see change? Okay. It, it can change. It doesn't, it's, it's all on you. <laughs> all you have to do is dig a little bit. And there's so many resources now. If you just said, huh, i got to fix this problem, then get on the Internet and type the problem in and say, I need Bible verses and you will get a mile long list well that might be an exaggeration but you'll get a long list of scriptures having to do with whatever it is you then start taking them absorbing them in you know as long as it's the word of god and every word of god is what alive and powerful and effective and full of energy to bring itself to pass amen i want to encourage you don't take this lightly Don't just, ah, you know, yeah, yeah, that was a good... If you come up to me afterwards and pat me on the back and say, oh, it was a wonderful message, Pastor, and you don't do anything with it, then I don't want to hear it. Do you hear me? Why? Because it's not going to do you any good. What I want to hear is the testimony after. Pastor, I did what you said, and I've been doing it for three or four weeks, and I'm seeing things different. I'm seeing it work in my life. That's what I want to hear. Amen? Amen? Let's all stand. Praise God. I'm telling you guys, God is good God, and He wants to do wonderful things in our life, but there's still our part to play. We still got to do what He tells us to do. Amen? And that is get in His Word. Amen?